is where the fun begins. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, a.k.a. Star Wars Sith, and welcome to another episode of Sith Talk, where we talk Star Wars news, rumors, and coming soons. Today, we have on the show Tierra from the Crafting on Ilum Instagram channel. How are you doing today, Tierra? I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Yes. Awesome. All right. So tell us a little bit about your Instagram and what you do and what you you, you focus on. Yeah. Um, so I started my page back in September and it's just kind of gone kind of crazy from there. Um, it's kind of expanded into a whole bunch of things. Um, first, initially, I created a, a small shop. Um, where I design Star Wars designs and I put them on various products like t-shirts, sweatshirts, long sleeves, socks, beanies. Hey, you yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. One of these shirts, Mustafar shirts here, Bad Batch jacket. Um, so yeah, I have various products on there. And then after I created the page, I didn't realize how big the Star Wars community was and yeah. how much of like an expansion there is. I, I just started reading the novels and stuff. So that's oh. new to me going to my first con at LA Comic Con. Um, so I started doing some small cosplays and posting Star Wars memes. So you can find memes, cosplay ideas and yeah. on my shop. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Cool. So everyone that comes on the show, I ask them the same three questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the first one is, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, that's easy. That's Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. Yes, me too. So why is that one your favorite? Um, it's a it's a child. It's a poor childhood memory. Um, my dad took me out of school to go watch episode three. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. So it's just, you know, implanted in there. The best memory I have. Um, yeah. Popcorn, getting out of school, having an icy. Yeah. Watching the Sith. It was, it was the best. So, yeah, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I have good memory from mine, too, because I remember I was working that Thursday and we got out of work at like 10 and me and two of the guys I work with, we went right to the movie theater and waited till midnight. And there wasn't a lot yeah. of people in there because back back then people didn't go to like midnight releases and stuff like that. So we waited, we watched it, and it was just so amazing. Like I, I'll never forget that to this day. Yeah, so, nostalgia. Yeah, for sure. So the next question is, what is your favorite Star Wars show? It could be animated or live action, but just one. What's the number one? <laughs> you have to limit me huh i guess i can go yeah. on a whole what's my favorite um as of recently i'm really loving tales of a jedi or tales of the jedi oh, yeah. the shorts the shorts basically and there's just yep. so much packed into each episode so i'm gonna have to go with tales yeah tales was was like too good because like i was worried with it being shorts that it, it wouldn't yeah. be enough but like it was enough it was just all killer no filler like right to the point i almost yeah. kind of want that more often now because there's no bs like it's like really really good so yeah, yeah tales tales is awesome for me clone wars and it's just because of season seven season seven put it over if not I was a Rebels guy, man. Rebels is just so good. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So the last question is, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Number one, just one. But it depends on my mood. <laughs> yeah. Feeling. So I would have to say Ahsoka right now. I'm kind of going back into my Ahsoka phase. I uh -huh. was in a huge Qui-Gon phase. Um, but I'm doing a cosplay for Ahsoka soon, so I'm nice. in an Ahsoka right now. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I love Ahsoka. So, like, for me, it does change depending on my mood. It's typically Maul most of the time, but then it'll always fluctuate between, like, Anakin and Boba Fett. So it varies. So those are, like, my top three. But if I had to do one, it would just be Maul. Like, that's uh -huh. my guy right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as you can see clearly, this. Yeah. And then, hold on. I got the sticker here too. Oh, that's so awesome! Yes. <laughs> that was what from Rebel. Fun. That was inspired from yeah. Rebel. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, when he was about to fight all the Inquisitors, that was such yeah. a dope scene and episode. 
Oh so, man. Part one and part two of those two episodes, they were they're really, really good. So iconic. All right. So I got a couple of articles we're gonna take a look at, but before I get into it, how did you come up with your name on Crafting on Illum? Like what made <laughs> you pick that? It's very unique. And when I read it, I'm like, I know what that means, but there might be a lot of people that might not know, but how did you come up with that name? Yeah, um, so if you watch Clone Wars, uh, the Padawans go on a little journey to the planet Ilum to craft their lightsabers or to find the Kyber crystal. Yeah. Um, like their ritual kind of type thing. And so it appears in Clone Wars. And then if you play Jedi Fallen Order, um, Cal Kestis, he goes over there um, as well to get his uh, new yep. Kyber crystal to make his new lightsaber. Um, so you journey through there for quite a bit and fight some, uh, what are they, droids and maybe an Inquisitor. I can't remember, but I played it a while yeah. ago. But yeah, so it's a journey there. And, you know, just the idea of the Jedi going there to craft their lightsaber and how uh -huh. much kind of like meditation and how inspired they are and how each lightsaber is unique. Um, just kind of like that artsy vibe kind of going yeah. on. I thought maybe it'd be cool to name my page Crafting on Ilum because, you know, crafting, making designs, all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very unique. And, like, right away I knew what it was because I had to think, and I'm like, oh, I know Ilum. And right away I thought of that episode, what you were talking about in Clone Wars, when Yoda <laughs> took the younglings and yeah. then in Fallen Order, that planet. So mm -hmm. that is awesome. Thank you. All right, so the first couple articles I have are all Mando-related. So there's a lot of Mando stuff coming out, a lot of information, a lot of leaks. Are you, first, before we get into this, are you excited for Mandalorian Season 3? I am so stoked. I, yeah. I can't wait to see more of the Mandalorians and on Mandalore, and yeah, yeah I'm excited. Which, uh, which season was your favorite so far between 1 and 2? Dang, I didn't think that went through beforehand. I didn't know you were going to throw me a curveball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, darn. I think season two. I loved seeing Bo-Katan. I loved, yeah, I just, I loved the, all the episodes. I loved the different journeys he went on. I just, yeah, I'm going to go with season two. Yeah. Season one was iconic because it was the first Star Wars show we ever got. So yeah. we, didn't, we didn't know what to expect. And I was like, holy crap, like this is what I want. This is what the sequels should have been like. It should have been this vibe. But season two, because like I still remember watching the first episode. And at the end, when you saw from behind Tamora Morrison and then he turns around, I jumped up and started screaming like, yo, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, that's tomorrow. It has to be Boba Fett. I was so hyped and excited. And then that third episode, seeing Bo-Katan live action with the same voice actress. So it sounded just like her. Like that was beautiful. And mm -hmm. then we got Ahsoka. Then we got freaking Luke. Like that season was wild. Yeah. Super wild. So I heard the third season is supposed to have more cameos and surprises than season one and two put together, which is scary good. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. So this first one, I guess this this was on the cover of a magazine, the first time seeing Pedro unmasked for season three while they were filming. Did you see this cover of Empire yet? I haven't. Yeah. So I, this dropped maybe a couple of days ago, but this is like the newest um, Empire magazine. So you see Bo-Katan there on Mac, Pedro. The biggest thing about this that people were kind of like excited was he has the dark saber. Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Cause in a lot of the trailers, he didn't have the dark saber or it wasn't like on his hilts or nothing. So people were kind of like, hey, where's it at? What's going on? So yeah. So this shot was cool. So yeah, the boy Pedro, man, this man is doing it all right now. Yeah, he is. He's in everything. <laughs> he really is. So that was a cool article seeing that cover. Have you have you been watching the other show that he's in right now, The Last of Us? Yeah, I really, really enjoy it. I didn't know it was a video game, and so I was curious. And yeah. I started watching it, and they're so good. The episodes are so good. They're yes. so emotional. I love so, them. I knew it was a video game, but I never played it. But my brother played it, and he <laughs> said, like, it's one of the best video games ever, like that game, that first game. Yeah. So 
the first episode came out and I was like, I guess I'll watch it. I wasn't really hyped or excited because I didn't really know anything. And then after the first episode, I was hooked. Yeah. So it's so good. I mean, give give Pedro a, a kid and let him go on every show. It's <laughs> it's a banger. Daddy Pascal, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. So the next article, um, Pedro reveals one thing he loves most about Mandalorian season three. So this quote I thought was super interesting. So he said, what I love most about season three is how much the world opens up in terms of Mandalore and Mandalorians. That means so many different facets of culture, politics, rules, and discovery. Delicious doors are flying wide open. So after reading that, I'm like, man, like, what are we going to see? What do you think about that? I think like not only so, you know, watching Clone Wars, the different clans, you know, seeing how Mandalore was, and then in Rebels, seeing the different clans and yep. the variations of beliefs all throughout the Mandalorians, you know, like different degrees. And yeah, so I'm super excited to see a live action version where they explore more of that culture and we get yeah. to see more of each clan and, you know, how they all unite together, hopefully, you know, yeah. Dark Sabres. So, yeah. So I saw um, a couple a couple things about it that there is going to be a bunch of different clans. And I don't know if you remember in the trailer, but you remember that one shot where it was like four really colorful Mandalorians yeah. in like the trailer? Well, if you look on their shoulder, they had a certain clan logo. I forgot what it was, mm -hmm. but somebody like broke it down on a video. And it's like mm -hmm. a clan of like real like like badass bad guy Mandos. And supposedly, I don't know if this is true. It might be true, it might not, but supposedly that clan is like hunting someone. Like it might be Boba Fett, or they might be hunting someone, and then okay. a bunch of other Mandalorian clans get together to try to like fight them. So I, I've I've heard I've heard so many different crazy things. I know for a fact though, there's one scene they recorded that had it was either like 50 or 60 or 70 different Mandalorians in armor in a scene. So I'm guessing it's probably like a huge fighting sequence of like clans. So that yeah. stuff sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, I heard something too. Um, some people think Sabine, Sabine Wren made an appearance. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. So it looks like her because it's a feminine mm -hmm. Mandalorian suit and it's kind of her mm -hmm. colors. But mm -hmm. like I'm 99.9% .9 sure it's just a random Mando chick. But okay. I, st I still feel though that Sabine will make her debut in Mando season three. Like I'm calling it now. Cause like, we all know she's in Ahsoka. Um, yeah. Whenever they, whenever they drop the Ahsoka trailer, she'll be in the trailer. Cause like at Anaheim celebration, they showed us a little footage behind the scenes. So we saw her, like, we know, like there's leaked mm -hmm. pictures of that. Yeah. So I, th I think it makes sense in Mando for her to pop up, especially cause in uh, rebels, she had the dark saber too. So, like, yeah. what if she kind of shows Din how to wield it, how to use it? Like, we That'd might see awesome. some crazy stuff like that. Yeah. So. Oh, dang. That's going to be so crazy because Kanan Jarrus helped her wield it and Ezra helped her wield it. And she's going to be passing on those. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to hit so hard. I cannot wait. So, let's see what else they said in this article. So, then Bo-Katan also said... She said, I was texting John and Dave. Are you serious? This is an epic season. It's so big and bold and so different. Like, so she's reading the script and that's what she texts John and Dave. Like, man, yeah. I don't think we're ready for this. I don't either. Like the way yeah. they're describing it and just based off of the trailer too. And I think there was a cameo of R2-D2. I think I saw that somewhere. And there was some battle droids. And there's kind of like a cantina-looking scene. And I love seeing yeah. all that. Like, I love seeing an expansion of different worlds and their own, like, types of bars. Because in the bar, it gets crazy, you know? Like, there's always a, a height scene or something, a battle yeah. going on there. So, yeah. Yeah. In the last trailer that they played during that football game, there was, like, two, like, B-1 battle droids in there. And I'm super hyped. Because they have to be like practical, like they really made them, so it won't be like the prequel CGI, like they yeah. really made the droids. So hopefully, 
they get the same guy that voiced it in the prequels to voice them. Because if we get to hear them say Roger, Roger, talking <laughs> in live action, I'm going to be so happy, like so hyped yeah. for that. Tears are going to be coming down your eyes. Yes. Like I love the battle droids so much. So I think that's pretty much it from that article. So that was the second Mando article. Now the third one. Oh, this is so this is some juicy stuff. And like I kind of called this beforehand and like it's not really confirming it. It's just saying it's possible. But the Mandalorian movie prospects addressed by the show creator. So they asked John Fav if the Mando would ever be in the movies. And what he said was, there's always an opportunity when you have a set of characters and stories that people connect with that you could cross media into different areas. Marvel does it quite effectively. And that's basically what he said. So it's not like he said no or yeah, but like, I was kind of predicting that from the beginning because, like, I figured it's going to be a big fight with Thrawn. You have Mando, Boba, Mando, Ahsoka's coming out. Like, it's all going to lead to a big, huge fight with Thrawn. And why not put it in the movie theaters like an Endgame type movie? So, yeah, awesome. What, what would you think if that happened? If we got like a Mando movie and, like, it was Mando and Ahsoka and Luke fighting Thrawn on the big screen? I would love that. Yeah. Um, I kind of felt like if you think about Rebels, it kind of did that in its own way. You know, like it introduced several characters. They went on this journey, you know, they had character development, they grew. And there was this, you know, huge ending that left like on a cliffhanger, you know, because even after I looked it up right after I finished Rebels and I was like, is there more? Is there going to be another season? Because like this can't be the ending, you know, I need to know what happens to Ezra and Thrawn. And I think it would be really, really amazing to see them all come together after their own personal journeys and like tackle on this big mission, you know? I think that'd be really, yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy. I was the same way too when I finished with Rebels. I'm like, I need more, like what happened? And I know Dave actually wrote a script for a show that would have been a Rebel sequel. So I don't know if they would have changed the name of it or if they would have just called it Rebel Season 5. So he wrote it, but I guess it got scrapped. But he took all his plans and ideas for that show and put it into the Ahsoka show. So the Ahsoka show literally is just Rebel Season 5, like legit Rebel Season 5. So I think I think Mandal Season 3 is going to be a banger, but I think Ahsoka... I'm so chills. I'm so excited, yeah. I, I think the internet is going to see me cry like a baby. Because <laughs> like... Have you heard all the leaks and rumors about the Ahsoka show? Um, Some of them. I saw one image, a screenshot of the mural of all of them. Um, and that, that that's, almost that's real. seeing that. Yeah. So <laughs> when we were at Celebration, the first thing we saw was the mural when they showed us the Ahsoka clip. And I'm looking and I'm like, well, is this from Rebels? But then you see Sabine walk up and it's a real person. So I was like, oh, they did the mural, but in real life. So, yeah, we're going to see that, but, oh, man. So, you remember in Rebels, the world between worlds, right? Yes, yes. So, we're going to see, supposedly, but, like, so many places, like, leak this out that supposedly this is going to happen. And it's probably going to be one episode, but it's going to be, like, mind-blowing. So, the uh, Ahsoka is going to go to the world between worlds, and she's going to, like, walk by the portals, and she's going to see alternate, like, realities and oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So one of them is like, what if she fought Anakin instead of Obi Wan at, at Mustafar? Yeah. One of them, I think, was it's something with her. Oh, I think one of them is like, what if she never left the Jedi Order? Remember in Clone Wars, she left as a youngling. I think one mm-hmm. of them is like that. I forgot what the other ones were, but they they have another actress cast to play younger Snips. That way, for those flashbacks, it'll be a younger Ahsoka. Yeah, and yeah. So there's that, but oh man, I, what was I gonna? Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh man, I lost it. Oh, it's something with the Ahsoka show. There's just so much that's gonna happen in there, but um, yeah. Oh no, so Hayden is confirmed to be in the Ahsoka show. Like that's like clear as day. Hayden Christensen, he's in it. I think he's in it 
for like two, two or three big things. I think one would be like if they show him fighting Ahsoka if she never left, right? Instead of instead of Obi Wan. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of them. I think an- another one, and this is the one that'll get me. What if we see? And this isn't confirmed. This is just me thinking. But like, I think we have. To, they, I think Dave is gonna do it. What if we see Ahsoka talking to Luke? Because we know that Ahsoka knows Luke from the Book of Boba. But yeah. what if Ahsoka is talking to Luke and tells him that his his father redeemed himself? He came back to the light side, and then we see a Force oh. Ghost Hayden talking to Luke and like Ahsoka. Imagine that. Oh, man. It's possible. No. <laughs> That's crazy. I would love to see that. Like, yeah, yeah. I, th- like I think, I think it would be something along those lines because I feel they have to show us that first convo of when Ahsoka met Luke. Because clearly in Book of Boba, they're like kind of friends. They knew each other already. Because she was like, "You're so much like your father," and like they were like they seemed like they known each other. I mm-hmm. want to see the first time they met each other. And to see if she told him that, hey, your father redeemed himself or or if Luke tells Ahsoka that that, hey, my father redeemed himself. And then he comes as a, a force ghost because he I mean, he was a, a force ghost at the end of Return of the Jedi and it was Hayden technically. So oh, I think the Internet would go nuts if that happens on the episode. Yeah, the universe is not going to be able to handle that. It's going to explode if that happens. Yeah, it is. So yeah the ahsoka show i'm pretty sure and like that's just ahsoka and luke and hayden we're not even talking about we're gonna get ezra for the first time live action we're gonna get freaking thrawn which they haven't confirmed the actor the rumor is lars mickelson who is the voice actor of him in rebels Mm -hmm. so it would be perfect but i i think at celebration I think they'll be in a Soka panel, and I'm pretty sure if it is him, he'll probably walk out on stage, and they'll probably introduce him as being Thrawn. That way, like, we'll just go nuts there. So it has to be him. Like, it has to be him. <laughs> so yeah. So the next article I actually have is about Ahsoka. So. Originally, it was titled as like a like a limited series, just one season. But there was a new listing, and you know how the internet, everybody's nosy and notices everything. Yeah. So I don't know what this listing is from, but this is something like Disney official, and instead of it saying limited series, it now says Ahsoka season one. So what do you think of that? Like, if we get more than one season of Ahsoka? I mean, (laughs) Dave Filoni and John going at it for another season. I mean, there's going to be so much opportunity for so much more storytelling and new characters and more old characters. And yeah, that would, that's going to be really awesome. Yeah. So another thing that they had, and hold on, I'm trying to find the name of it so supposedly they're working on another show right now mm-hmm. and it's uh it has a code name let me bring it up i forgot the freaking name i have it here though it's called ghost track 17 right is the code name of the show and i think it might be whatever the next show is after ahsoka so i think i have a feeling it's gonna be like an ezra and thrawn show because ghost I mean, Ghost is the ship. And then Ghost Track 17, 17, I think Rebels first came out in 2017. So I think like the hints are in the name and it's a John and Dave show. So it yeah. has to be something. But imagine it, if it is that and they do announce it at Celebration in London in April. Like imagine if it was Ezra and Thrawn show, how crazy that would be. I would love to see what happened in like that time span you know before ahsoka you know eventually finds him i'm assuming and then you know when he goes into space with them like what do they do where do they go who do they see how do they survive out there you know like yeah Yeah. i would love more expansion on that so have you heard some of the crazy thrawn rumors for ahsoka no (laughs) so 
supposedly and oh it's it's some crazy stuff but supposedly wherever he's at he has like a crazy army of like some undead creatures or undead people like almost like a zombie army which i don't know that sounded wild and crazy which okay cool but he also has a bunch of stormtroopers that have cracked armors that were like like welded together kind of like remember kylo's helmet when he smashed it and he put it back together and had all the the lines it's like it's like that but it's a squad of stormtroopers and it's like this gold material that's welded in between it and like supposedly you see them chasing ezra thrawn and ezra ahsoka and sabine in the show is like like it's how it gets introduced something crazy like that yeah but that's not all then they said supposedly Thrawn, and this is all like leaks, but like I think it's gonna happen. So they said Thrawn has this one guy, I forgot his name, but he is an Order 66 survivor, and he was he was a Jedi trying to hide, and he eventually turned to the dark side. So he's a, a dark Jedi, and his Padawan is a night sister. So he has the Padawan that mm-hmm. is basically like Asajj Ventress, but it's his Padawan. Yeah, and, Thr- and they all work for Thrawn, which sounds buck wild, but I freaking love it. He has two, he has a Jedi, a Sith, a Saj, and like in two armies. I think I think I saw something and they were hinting at maybe it's that I don't remember his name, but that one um like Sith Lord, I guess, in Jedi Fallen Order that Cal Kestis faces off on oh yeah, it's it's not that guy. It, he's okay. kind of he's kind of like that guy, okay. but that that guy he has a specific name. I forgot what it was. This new guy has a different name, so it kind of leaked like what his code name is. Okay, but okay. it's very similar to that because that it, same okay. kind of thing. That guy was a Jedi, and then he just ended up chilling on Dathomir, and then he kind of turned. So it's basically that, but they're doing it in live action, which is freaking awesome. I forgot about that. You're right. Mm-hmm. I love that part of the game too. So it'd be amazing to see that, you know, on, yeah. on screen. Yeah, no, that game was so good. Like, uh, so when you played it, did you beat the whole game? I did. Okay, so funny story. Um, for eighty percent of the game, I did not know that you could get stims. So oh, wow, I yeah, the whole game without getting. I had two stims the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I figured out that you could get stims and so uh-huh. I went back to all the planets and I gathered them so that way yeah. when I went to the um inquisitor I forget what the name of it is the, the inquisitory or whatever it's yeah. called yeah yeah when I went there for like the final face off I had yeah. all of my stims so that way I could survive but yeah it was, wow. it was I felt so dumb for not knowing but it is what it is <laughs> So when you got to the final fight with Vader, did you know that that was there or were you, was it a surprise and like it caught you off guard? It was a surprise. I was like, what? Like, oh yeah. That's awesome. And then when I saw the Obi-Wan show too, and it was like practically pulled from that last face off too. The whole thing, yeah. I love yeah. that. So when I played it, I kind of like knew because I seen stuff because I, I got it late and I played it late. But like, I kind of like wish I would have been like playing it and had no idea because like my reaction to that probably would have been I would have freaked out because that that shit was terrifying. Like, yeah. he, and like, I remember the first couple of times I'm like, I'll beat him, I'll fight him. But he mm-hmm. just kills you so quick. Yeah, it took me a few tries to like, you can't press that button fast enough because I'm yeah. shocked that it's Vader. And so yeah. he's just so powerful. I'm like trying to mash my, my controller. Yeah. So for Survivor, I'm actually going to be live streaming it and playing it without any spoilers, like of me seeing what's happening. That way, it'll be like authentic, genuine reaction to every cameo. Cause I'm sure survivor is going to be just as good. It's not better. Yeah. And there's, there's so many rumors. Cause like mall could pop up. Obi-Wan could pop up. Cause the game I think is a year after the Kenobi show. So like, if there's any mission to Tatooine, I'm going out in the desert and looking for him. Cause he's there. Like <laughs> he's legit there. So I'm really excited for the next one. I'm just a little sad it got pushed back to April. It was supposed to be next month. Yeah. 
So are you going to grab that one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Nice, nice. <laughs> yes. All right. So, so, yeah, that was pretty much it for this article. So hopefully we do get it. I mean, this I already know this first one is going to break any record that Mando has. Like, it, people are going to go nuts, man. Yeah. So... I'm definitely more excited for the Ahsoka show than I am for Mandalorian. Not to say that I'm not stoked for Mandalorian, but Ahsoka because Rebels, all the Rebels character, and plus Ahsoka. So I'm, I'm definitely more stoked for Ahsoka. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm hyped for Mando, but, like, if I can only choose one, give me Ahsoka right now. Oh, yeah. Like, Yeah, hands down, yeah. Dave said, I don't know if it's the first episode, but he recorded an episode and he said that he almost cried at the end if it was like a religious experience for him is what he said and that's deep yeah so yeah pretty freaking crazy all right so the next part we're going to get into i'm going to show some collectibles some new stuff that's coming out star wars related but before i show you that what kind of star wars collectibles do you like to collect like do you collect any like funko's hasbro black series vintage collection anything like that so when I was younger, I had a ton of toys. I actually have a reel on my Instagram, and it's going through oh. my cousin's toys because he uh -huh. has all those old toys. Like one of them was a mic, and you could put like those dog chain little tab things on it, and it did uh -huh. like a voice of the character. So he had a ton oh. of old toys, and I had those same ones too. Um, but life happens, you know, and I have no idea what happened to them. So unfortunately, yeah. my clothes dwindled down to nothing. But I just recently started collecting a little bit more. Uh -huh. And I have some like pins. I have nice. uh, what is it? a comic book signed by Ray Park, the one who That's does so the awesome. Yes, sometimes and like grab some sealed like this ornament Tie Fighter. That's some cool. My stuff and some Legos here I've been building on. So yeah, things like that. Nice, nice. All right, so the first one I'm gonna show you. And you'll appreciate it a lot. It's a Funko Pop that's coming out, but you'll know the scene exactly what it's from. And when I saw it, I was like, hell yes. Because like, <laughs> only if you watch Clone Wars, you'll realize why is this person in this armor? But we're getting Kenobi in the Mandalorian armor. Yeah, all right. Season seven. No, no, season six, I think, before. Yeah, it when was earlier. Was or not Sabine. Um, the teen. Satine, there you go. Yes. So when he was on Mandalore saving Satine and he was in the armor. So I saw this. It's just, it's just beautiful. Like, look, look at look at that. So cool. That's the Death Watch armor, right? That's that's I, I think so, yeah, because that's when he he was fighting them and it was Death Watch. Yeah. So it's like yeah. uh yeah. So they're dropping that. Um it's entertainment earth only, but like this thing is just beautiful. It's really nice. Yeah. So that's the first one. The next one is another Clone Wars Funko. And I'm so glad. I, I think we're getting like, we're going to get a full wave. So there should be four or five more, which is beautiful because they always like play us on um, doing prequels and Clone Wars stuff. They never do enough of it. Like none of the <laughs> companies do. Yeah. But the next one is this two pack. With Maul and Gar Saxon. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So this is part of Target Con, which is like Target's little fake convention kind of thing where they just release a bunch of pops at one time in store and it's just called Target Con. So these are popping up. I haven't found it yet, but like it's just so cool and it glows in the dark. So I believe Maul, uh -huh. Maul Saber glows. And I believe the visor of Gar Saxon glows in the dark. That's awesome. I would definitely, if I collected Funko, because I, I don't have any. <laughs> Disclaimer, I don't have any Funko Pops. So if I collected them, that's definitely what I would be getting. So I recommend stay away from Funko. It is bad. <laughs> oh, it is, I, and I blame my boy Ricky. And I, if he's watching this, it's all your fault, Ricky. I still blame him to this day, eight <laughs> years later. But like, once you get one... Oh, you just don't stop because like they're they're reasonably priced for the most part and they're everywhere. So like I didn't really notice it until I started noticing it. And then you go to Walmart, they're there. You go to Target, you go to GameStop, you go to Walgreens, you go to Barnes and Nobles, you go to Books a Million, you go to Hot Topic. Like they're just yeah. everywhere. 
and then yeah. you learn how to get them with codes and coupons and get them for like four or five bucks it's it's bad so just be careful if you get your first funko just know <laughs> it's it's all downhill after that like a hundred percent so yeah definitely noted <laughs> all right so the next one i got it's something i don't really collect collect but i got a couple of them lately because like i got them on sale and they're cool but like two of these four i'm going to show you i have to get i have to get so it's the oh hold on let me bring it up it is the fig pins have you ever seen like the fig pins the bigger pins that come in a little like case like this yeah 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 i have so i didn't really get into them because i a lot of times they're like 14 15 bucks or 13 bucks and i'm like i don't want to pin for that price but i got where's it that's too far i got the the whole bad batch set from gamestop and it was all clearance like four or five bucks each so for four bucks i was like yeah i'll, I'll grab it yeah. so this one's pre-vizsla which is cool what do you think of this one so i'm not really a fan of him but i mean yeah. i've seen the thing because they have the holocron store um in austin it's a little bit oh, away from yeah. me but yeah, they have a variety of them, and I think they're, they're really cool. I think, you know, seeing a larger pin like that, just being able to see more detail, I, I think, is, is really cool. Yeah. So that's one of the one of them. The next one is this Cad Bane one. Very cool. That one's pretty dope. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's cool for sure. Now, I'm going to save the best for last, but... Uh, the next one, which I'm probably going to buy this one just because this character, they don't give enough love. And she has so much backstory in Clone Wars. And like, they don't do they don't do my girl justice. So <laughs> Asajj Ventress. So what do you think of this one? I think it's awesome. I like her fit in there. Um, I definitely wanted a little bit more backstory. I was reading some stuff online and like in the expansion or I don't know what you would call it, but basically um, who's that Jedi? What's his name again? Where he has like that marking. He does like that yellow marking across his face. He has, oh, like, kind of, like, um, Qu Quinlan Voss, Quinlan Voss. Yeah. They yes, had a little thing going on. I was yeah. thinking that him, he, he turned to the dark side and Asajj, how do you say your name? Asajj? Asajj Ventures. Yeah. Never say Asajj turned him back. <laughs> to the good side yeah and i'd love to see an animated series on that that'd be awesome that'd be so cool yeah i haven't read any of that but i heard that it was like i, I don't maybe it's a book or something but like it's a whole yeah. story with quinlan voss and asajj mm -hmm. and like oh i was so mad in the kenobi show when they name dropped quinlan voss and we didn't get to see him yeah like, that would have been per perfect but what you want to check out for more backstory for Asajj is the Dooku book. It's called Dooku Jedi Lost. Okay. That, that book is amazing. And, like, I'm glad I read it because watching Tales and seeing more of Dooku's story, it, it, just, it just made it so much more impactful and meaningful. But, like, Dooku Jedi Lost, basically, it's about Dooku, and it flashes back from him as a youngling with Sifo Diaz and Yoda was his his master and it's flashes back from that to when he gets a little bit older and he's training Qui-Gon a little bit and then when he's older and he kind of takes Asajj under his wing and he sends Asajj on crazy missions to try to find his sister and like it's wild and Dooku at the end is a savage this guy is a lunatic but the book is amazing. It's probably one of the best Star Wars books. Like, it's a must read for sure. Okay. It's definitely going on my list. Because, I mean, I just recently cosplayed him. And it just made me so interested. Oh, yeah, in yeah. And my favorite scene, it's, like, sad. It's so sad. 
Well, I guess it's my second favorite scene is when he's in front of that tree and he says, you know, Qui-Gon loved to come here. This is the only yes. like piece of greenery that was around. He was so interested in this and he's just standing there and he's heartbroken and you can feel it. You can feel his emotions as he's standing there. And so it made me more interested to like learn more about him because we only get a little bit of him in episode two and I never really had any interest in him after watching. Nobody did. Season. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then you see Clone Wars and it's like, okay, okay, I got a little bit yep. more. So he's pretty cool. And then you see Tails. I'm like, I have to know. I have to know more. I need to, you know, get inside his head and see, you know, what's going on. Wow. So, oh, if you read the book, because like, it's sad. And like, when you talked about it, kind of trigger the memory. So a lot of the reason why he turned, you, you'll see in the book, because he had a, a lot of drama with his family. And part of the reason he turned was family stuff. So... It's actually sad. It's really, really sad. So definitely, yeah, read it. It's it's so much more. Definitely. Definitely go on the list. I, I have so much to read, too. So I know. I have, like, 30 books, but, like, it's so hard. And, like, I'm so bad where I started with one book, but then I started with another book because I got more excited for it, and then I didn't finish that. And then I got another book that I want to start. So I got to, like, behave and figure it out. Or... <laughs> I think what I might try to do is just get I, like I like the physical books because like I have like a dope little bookshelf full of it. It looks cool. Yeah. But I think I might start doing more audio books that way. Like if I'm doing long drives, traveling, yeah. I can kind of knock stuff out that way, too. It'll yeah. be a little bit easier. So, yeah, because I have the Darth Maul book. So, you know, in Clone Wars and Rebels, Sam Witwer is the one that voices Darth Maul, right? Mm -hmm. Have you heard? Yeah, so mm -hmm. I heard and I, I checked it. The Darth Maul book, Sam Witwer is the one narrating it. So for the audio book, it's yes. him reading oh, it. So that legit would be like Clone Wars for your ears. Like what? Because it's his voice and he does Maul's voice, which he's Maul. So in the book, there's Palpatine, which he does. He voices Palpatine, I think, in one of the video games. I forgot what game it is, but he voices Palpatine in some of the video games, the older games. Is it Force Unleashed? It might be. It might be. Whatever whatever game, older game like that, that Palps oh, is in. Oh, he plays that main character in Force well, Unleashed. Well, he, he's, he's Starkiller, yeah. But if there's yeah. an Emperor scene in there, mm -hmm. he, he was the one voicing it, which is crazy. Okay. So I definitely want to get that audio book just to hear Maul telling me yeah. Maul's story. Like, that's that wild. Is, yeah. That's awesome. I love watching him, too. Like, not even just the animated series but the behind the scenes of him yes, voicing reading it's it so entertaining <laughs> it's so dope yeah i've seen a couple of him reading stuff i've seen one of him and savage reading in the same room together and it just was like so <clears throat> cool man so cool so the last pin that i have of course i save the best for last robot leg mall oh. from clone wars <laughs> That's so cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So awesome. that thing, this thing is sick. So I'll pay full price for this. I usually wait for everything to hit clearance, but like for my boy Maul, I'm going to splurge and I'm going to get this like right away. But what do you think of this one? I think it's awesome. I think it's creepy, but I love it. I, I got yeah, so, so creeped out when they introduced Maul in Clone Wars. Like, I had to pause the episode a few times because I was, like, getting real creeped out by it. Because, you know, he goes crazy a little bit down there um, on that planet. So yeah. isolated for such a long time. And so it was creepy. And it's creepy, but it's really, really cool to see. Especially in a pin, a pin that large, at least. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, he was super creepy with his spider oh, yeah. legs and his horns were longer. Like, like it was it was weird. And at first I was like, I don't know if I like this, but he changed pretty quick back to yeah. like regular mall. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was super cool. So I, I know you mentioned L.A. Comic Con was your first. That was, so that was your first big convention or first convention ever, right? Yeah, so yeah. I went to so I'm from California, but um, uh -huh. I lived in Anaheim like pretty much all my life. And mm -hmm. I went to like a, a wonder con at the Anaheim Convention Center when I was like yeah. 13. But I didn't really understand it. Like I wasn't really into it, I guess. And so LA Comic Con was like the first 
big con that I've ever gone to and like engaged in and like, dressed in a cosplay yeah. for. Yeah, it was really cool. And, and were you there? How many days? Is it three or four days? Were you there for all the days or just a couple? Um, so I went two days, not the whole day, but I went like half the day on, I think it was Saturday and half the day on Sunday, but it is three days. Nice. And I, I did buy a ticket or a pass for all three days, but I ended up only going on Saturday and Sunday. Nice. What was your favorite thing that you saw when you were out there? I loved seeing, um, everyone's cosplay. Like, yes. they're, they're so, like people have such a crazy imagination and people are so talented i loved seeing that and there was this little booth with um these droids they had chopper and they had r2d2 and they had yes. bb1 and yes. that was really cool to see in person yeah yeah that's one of my favorite things too because some of the cosplay it's like you know they spent hundreds or thousands on it because it looks better than like the show like the movie yeah and, like, yeah and then the crazy mashups that you see, like people mixing stuff up, like it's so cool. It's so much fun seeing all that stuff. So you definitely eventually have to check out a Star Wars celebration because you will lose your mind because like it's kind of like those conventions, but it's all Star Wars and it's everything, everything like the yeah. first time I the first time I went in 2017, I only did two days out of the four days. Cause I was like, oh, two days will be enough. I don't need to go all four days. And yeah. I was so wrong. Cause like I had such a good time. It's just like a different vibe and the energy in there. Yeah. It's like yeah. un it's, it's unmatched. It's unmatched. It's so much fun. Yeah, I was so jealous. Um I didn't even know it was a thing. I mean, I yeah. feel disgraced. I had no idea that Star Wars Comic Cons or cons were a thing, Star Wars celebrations were a thing. And I watched, I think it was like a live or a replay of mm -hmm. when Hayden went on stage and said, you know, this is where the fun begins. I know. Crazy. And he, he described the atmosphere as like, like just crazy it's just it's just wild and, and so like invigorating like people are so excited to be there so i was so jealous and i was like oh god <laughs> yeah so that exact moment you were talking about i was literally to the right when that happened so <laughs> yeah i almost had a heart attack hearing like <laughs> I, like and i i didn't get it recorded because i was just watching and listening but when he said that everybody went nuts so that was the, I forgot what the name of that stage is, but whatever that stage is, to the right of it was the photo ops. So I was in line for my photo op with Giancarlo Esposito with Moff Gideon. So okay. while I'm waiting, everyone starts screaming. I'm like, what's going on? And I look over and I see Hewan and Hayden walk on stage. And I was like, oh, the boys, they're right there. <laughs> yeah. So they came on, they were talking, and he just everybody rammed and crowded that stage. And then when he said that and left, the whole place erupted it was just hearing that live oh it was just beautiful so beautiful and um yeah i'll never forget that i'll never like the minute you said i'm like oh, i was there i heard that like <laughs> like live so that that's um that's the whole reason I, I started my channel i made my youtube channel to cover anaheim just because i wanted to show people one what star wars celebration is and how amazing it is because like when i went in 2017 i never knew about it the only reason i went is i lived in orlando at the time and when i was driving down the road on i drive i saw like like flyers for it and i'm like what the heck is this and i went and then i went in 2019 in chicago and it was amazing we, we did the whole five days there after just doing two in orlando and it was amazing and then we went to anaheim for the full four days and that's when i started my channel so my first six videos are all Anaheim celebrations. So yeah, it's it's definitely something you have to experience like for sure in, in your life. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm jealous you get to go <laughs> to London for Star Celebration. Definitely the next one in the States. I'm I'm grabbing tickets immediately. Like I have to. And I know that you had mentioned to me that Hayden's gonna be in Dallas. And yes. so I have to I have to go to that. I have to see him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't sleep on that because, like, he he might sell out. So he's also coming to Orlando, too. And um, 
he had a dual photo. I, I messed up, but I, ho- I hope it restocks. But he has a dual photo op at MegaCon in Orlando, Hayden with Rosario, and it's sold out. Like how? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, imagine that. Or like this would be me in the middle with, with Hayden and Rosario. So it's sold out. But like for over there, definitely look into it and, and grab it sooner than later because you don't want it to sell out. And like he's right there, kind of by you. Like that'd be yeah. torture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for for London, we just got like lucky and we just I literally started planning it and booking it while at Anaheim, which sounds crazy, but I'm crazy, but it's OK. So <laughs> so what I did was we were at, at Celebration the very last day. There's a panel called the Closing Ceremonies panel. And at the end of that panel, it tells you when and where the next celebration is. So we Stop. were in there. It told us London. Here are the dates. The first thing my mind was, I opened up my phone. I went to Expedia. (laughs) Well, because with Expedia, you can book hotels and um, free cancellations and and you pay when you get there. So Uh like I I booked I booked a hotel right away. So I literally I'm walking out of the auditorium booking a hotel for London. (laughs) So I had that unlocked and then we kind of just pieced everything like little by little. So since then, we bought maybe a few months later, got our plane ticket. A few months later, got this, got that. So I just started doing it little by little because I knew I wanted to go just mm-hmm. because like one, it hasn't been in Europe or London s- since 2016. So that's seven, seven, eight years that, since it's been there. Yeah. And, and two, I just want to see what the vibe is out there. Cause like I've been to three celebrations here in America. Like, I want to see how these London cats are. And maybe it's, it's, I, I have a feeling it's going to be the same. They're just going to have that British accent, but it's going to be like the same thing. Like the love for Star Wars, the passion. I'm really interested to see like what kind of stuff the vendors and the tables and the booths will have there. Cause like what kind of stuff is sitting around in UK that we don't have here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> London's going to be wild, super wild. That's awesome. So, the next celebration though and it's not confirmed but i but like i kind of thought it would happen and i heard it from somebody that kind of knows people that kind of know stuff so take it with a grain of salt but i'm pretty sure that 2024 celebration will be in orlando florida and like once i heard that from him i, I was like i kind of had a feeling because it hasn't been here since 2017 it hasn't been here since Galaxy's Edge has been open, and it's a it's a legit Lucasfilm Disney like thing. So it hasn't been here since that Star Cruiser Hotel has been open. So like, why? Of course they would want it here because everyone that would come to it would do all that stuff too at the same time. So I have a, a feeling on what what day is it? April tenth, I think is the last day of celebration in London. I have a mm-hmm. feeling that day we'll know when and where it is. If it's in Orlando, are you going to try to go? Oh, yeah. I'm out there. I need to go to one. I need to book it, like, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm going to put my name down for a reservation for free cancellation as soon as you announce it. Because I'm waiting on you for that information. Oh, um, yeah. So <laughs> what I'm going to do, too, because sometimes in the panels, they don't let you record. But for this, I'm pretty sure it won't be an issue. So I might have my phone on and I might go live on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, whatever works best with my reception. Or mm-hmm. I might try to go live on everything because I think with StreamYard, I could go live to like three or four things. So I'm going to go live towards the end of the panel right before they announce it. That way everyone could see it like live, like as I see it, too. Yeah. And if they the, if they say uh, Orlando, I'm literally gonna cut off the stream because I have a hotel in mind already that I want to book. <laughs> that's right. That's walking distance to the convention center. Because the thing that's tricky, if you wait to book a hotel, and like most people do it, because they typically let me wait till the tickets come out, get my tickets to the show, then I'll book my hotel. That's the wrong way to do it. So for San Diego Comic Con that is this year in July, I knew I wanted to go. So I booked a hotel for San Diego like six, eight months ago just because I like I knew I wanted to go. So I, I booked it free cancellation. Right. And <laughs> it was like twelve hundred for a week, which was which is OK for San Diego because everything's expensive over there. Right. Yeah. So, it's, it's a California. Yeah. Yeah. So San Diego Comic-Con tickets came out. I hate 
and I barely got it. It is so hard and tricky to get those, but I, I got four days out of the five. So I got the ticket. So I, I went to the hotel because I was going to adjust it a day shorter since I didn't get all five days. And then the prices skyrocketed because like now all the hotels in the area knew about the con and the same hotel that I booked for 1200 for a week, six days would have been $6,000. Jeez. I saw that I had a heart attack. So like, imagine if I would have did the typical thing and got my tickets first, then look <laughs> for a hotel. So that's why for Orlando, even though I, I, I mean, I kind of live close, but I'm going to still get a hotel because I want to be walking distance so I could walk there, get stuff, drop it off. But yeah, yeah, Orlando is going to be crazy if it's like confirmed for there for sure. I've never gone to Florida, so that will also be a new adventure. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Most people will probably make it like a bigger trip because like there's so much to do. Like if you like theme parks. There's like 80 of them in Orlando. It's it's ridiculous. Really? Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. well, because Di Disney alone is five parks, and then Universal is two parks. Then there's oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal. Yeah, Universal's two parks there, and then SeaWorld is there, and then there's probably something else hiding. But th yeah, there's so much to do. So yeah, it'd be it'd be a real fun trip for sure. I love theme parks, so yeah, I'm definitely. I haven't gone to Disneyland in in a hot minute so i definitely want to check i haven't gone to florida so i haven't seen their disney either yeah. disney, so definitely so, so florida's disney is kind of like cali's but just way bigger because i feel like cali is similar but it's like crunched in since cali's like two parks over yeah. here it's like five parks so every park is like massive so it's definitely a lot of fun for sure all right, so the last thing we're going to do, and I'll, I'll bring it up in a second, but do you want to show off any of your merch, any new stuff? Do you have anything by you you want to kind of show us? Well, I my Roger Roger shirt, when things aren't Roger Roger shirt that I'm going to be releasing on Friday, um, uh -huh. that's because I wore it to take photos and then I oh, wore it. Oh, gotcha, that's okay. But um, someone had commented on my post to make it into a crop top and into like a crew neck or a sweatshirt. Uh -huh. So I'm definitely throwing my design on both of those types of products. So that will be available. Um, but that's coming out Friday. And yes. then yeah, I think I have, don't have it. So I guess you're just going to have to wait for the post. <laughs> it's, oh, is uh, it something new? Theme. So I don't have it in here, but I have it on me like physically. <laughs> What, what was it? It's going to be a Coruscant themed shirt. Oh, is it on your site right now? Uh-uh. I Not haven't yet? Really oh. posted anything about it, but I'm really excited. I made a reel for it, but my Roger Roger tee will be coming out this Friday. Um, probably 5 p.m. Central Standard Time is the time that I release it. Um, but I do have one of, like, I guess two of the most popular ones. Um, uh -huh. The High Republic beanie that I have on my site here yes um a lot of people have bought this it's really good quality um had someone say that they were hiking in like 32 degree weather or something like that and they were wearing this and like two jackets and something like that and it kept yeah. them warm and then when i wear it sometimes i start sweating like i went to target one time with it on and i was sweating yeah to keep uh -huh. <laughs> and yeah, then that, yeah yeah that beanie's cool the first time i saw it though I was confused because I thought it was like Legend of Zelda. I thought yeah. it was like Legend of Zelda inspired, but then I, I read it. I was like, oh, okay, that's still cool though. Yeah, it's High Republic. And then people were like the Kane and Jarrus Legacy oh. TV. You, yeah. you have that on a, a crew neck too, right? I actually have. So it's a little bit different design. I have it here too. Um, oh, it says Dune on it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yes. my it's one of my yes, favorites. Yes, Dune. Cozy. Yeah, Doom kind of looks like a university uh, sweatshirt at first yeah. glance. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so speak of the devil. I forgot about one other leak. Mm -hmm. Oh, you might like freak out with this. So in Ahsoka, they're going to be riding wolves. And I think one of the wolves might be Doom. 
So it might be like Canaan and Spirit in one of those. Those are what loath wolves is what they call. Yeah. What are they called? Yeah, loath wolves. Yeah. So yeah, because I guess there was some uh, unused like uh, uh, what is it called? Like uh, like art that they do before a show that sometimes to like get ideas, whatever that. I forgot what that's called. So there was some art that was never used for Rebels, and it was two wolves, and it was Ahsoka and Rex riding loath wolves. And there were leaks that they made, like some giant wolves that kind of look realistic. So we might legit see Ahsoka, maybe Rex, riding full-size low wolves in Ahsoka, which is crazy. So I had heard of Ahsoka riding the low wolves, but what got me right now is that possibly Rex might be with her. And yeah. they're like best buds, and them riding low wolves. Oh. Yeah, because that was... That was the- <laughs> The unused art was both of them riding it together. It was Rex and Ahsoka riding wolves. So, oh, yeah, that's another person. Like, we have to get Rex in Ahsoka. Like, we have to. That's her power. That's her best friend. It is. It really is. Like, I don't want a a Rex and Mando. I mean, I'll take it, but it'd be more meaningful for us to see Rex live action the first time in Ahsoka. Like, oh, it just would be so awesome. So awesome. You want to know another thing that might make you freak out about the Ahsoka show? I'm ready. I'm sitting down. (laughs) So when they showed us the little bit of the scenes from the footage. So at Anaheim, it was the Mando panel and John and Dave were running it. And the Ahsoka show literally just started filming seven days before the panel. So we didn't think we were going to get anything, but they had stuff for us. One of the parts of that they showed us is we saw like inside of a ship. And there was a table and it looked like a child's hand trying to use the force to move stuff. Right. So think about that. What child would be on the ship that hair is on, that Sabine's on? It might be. Yeah. Jason Sindula. (laughs) So we might get a live action Jason Sindula, which would I would just lose it if we seen him. Love it. So cute. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, Ahsoka, uh, we're not ready. Mm-mm. But so here's your site. So for everyone watching on YouTube, you can check it out. I'll put the link down in the description. But there's a lot of cool stuff on here. So there's that crew neck. There's the shirt, the landscape stuff. Yeah, stickers. We got stickers, lots of yep. stickers, socks. socks. <laughs> yeah. So this is the shirt that I'm wearing right now, the mall shirt. I think yeah. I got- I think I need this one next. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually have that. If you want to see it here. Oh, it. yes. So I, I wear it a lot because it's one of my favorite ones. Um, and it's like this kind of like a tie-dye type. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, it's it looks- yeah. Is it like loose fit or is it like a regular fit? It's loose fit. Nice. Um, I got a medium. And it's, it's real comfy. It's 100% cotton. It's softer. So the one you're wearing, that's the uh-huh. typical, like, Gildan shirt. And yeah. it's a little rougher. But, like, when you wear it and when you wash it, it gets softer, you know. But it's still a little bit more stiffer. This is, uh like, the soft style Gildan type thing. Got you. Hold, yeah. hold it up again so we can see the front. That yeah. that uh, just looks so cool. Yeah. And is that, is that, oh, that's a, that's Ray Park Mall, right? That's not Clone Wars Mall? Yeah, yeah, it's a live action or nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. animated one, yep. Yeah, that is so cool. So yeah, I'm gonna grab that one next for sure. The um the Roger Roger one you're dropping, that thing is so fire. Like <laughs> it's a mood. <laughs> and let's let's take a look at a couple more things in here. So are you going to do more like more beanies or any hats? I'm a big hat guy. When I was looking in the hat section, I was like, oh, no hats. Are you going to like ever do any hats or anything like that? Yeah, I've been looking into it. I just don't. I was thinking kind of because someone had mentioned like several other products. Like what if I put the Roger Roger on a hat? I think that'd be oh, cool. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, I have a few designs that I kind of want to mess around with and put on other products. 
Um, I have some Tales of the Jedi kind of type designs um, that I haven't oh. out yet. There's going to be a Count Dooku. There's that those little like pups or those like dogs that um, are in the first episode of Ahsoka or of Ahsoka or with Ahsoka. Yeah. And then I'm also in the process of sketching that like saber tooth wolf type character. Um, oh, from Tales? Yeah, from Tales. Um, and I want to put that on a sweatshirt. And I think maybe I could put it on a hat or a beanie. I think maybe yeah. like be embroidered. That'd be pretty cool. So, yeah. Nice. Awesome. So, guys, I'm going to put her information down in the description, her Instagram, the link to the site. Definitely check it out for sure. So, um, anything else we can look forward to from, well, all your designs, you do everything yourself? So I sketch a lot of the designs that are on there. Uh -huh. um, I also use like the Photoshop app type things to edit some of them. Like that mall one, obviously I didn't draw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. um, but like the design behind it, you know, like the lettering, although I don't draw that, I do design it using like the Photoshop. I also use Canva yeah. um, that helps with some of the items, like the lettering and the fonts. Um, so I use Photoshop, Canva, and then I use my sketching abilities and I just scan it, put it on a hard drive or flash drive and upload that onto like Canva and then kind of fix it up a little bit. Nice. Yeah. I use Canva daily. I love Canva so much. It's so convenient and so clutch. Like it's great for sure. Yeah. Pay for that. I pay for that, <laughs> that premium stuff. I need it. <laughs> Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, I have whatever the, the upgraded one is just because, like, I use it so much and so often. Like, it's worth every penny. Yeah. yeah. So to tomorrow you have dropping the Roger Rogers shirt and then the uh, is the Coruscant one dropping tomorrow too? The Coruscant will be dropping sometime next week. I try and drop one new design every week um, since okay. the New Year started, um, though that can be hard to keep up with just life in yeah. general. Um, but that is my goal for the new year for one new design each week. Um, I have some new stickers coming out, the new t-shirts that have been coming out, and then, you know, going to be placing that Roger Roger one on different products. So keep an eye out for that. Um, and then I'm open to any suggestions, you know, like someone had mentioned putting the Roger Roger one on different products and I'd be so down to do that. I think that's a great yeah. idea. Any type of designs you want to see or products, like, you know, you said you want to see more hats because um, I don't have any hats on there. I can definitely look into doing that because yeah. my goal is to share my designs with something that people will like love to wear and show mm -hmm. off. So definitely open to ideas because I'm always looking to improve. Also, there's always that 20% off discount. Um, the oh. code is on my Instagram page for your first purchase. And then when you purchase, I typically send like a thank you envelope yeah. thing with some extra discount codes. So you purchase, you get a little bit extra goodies there. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's so awesome. That was so nice that you did that. I didn't expect that at all when I got that little thank you card. That's awesome for sure. That personal touch. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's the goal because I'm in the business of people, you know, like I like yeah. want to build a nice community. So I try and send out those thank you cards. Um, I usually send it out like a few weeks after because, again, life. But yeah. send, I have some that I have to send out tomorrow. I think I'm going to make it to the, the post office. But, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and coming on the show today. I appreciate it. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you.